0: Good morning, everyone. It is Monday again, so I'm going to repeat every Monday kind of a similar lesson as opposed to, you know, some people on the weekends have gone overboard, some people haven't. Just remember as well, for I think someone left a comment in the group, and I think it's great that, like, when you say, like, oh, yeah, I've missed out this weekend on something, you have missed out if you've decided to not drink or go out, you've prioritized, you know, not drinking alcohol, you prioritize your health. Same with people who go out and have too many drinks it's not as if you don't care about your health it's that you're trying to integrate this lifestyle into the reality of the world so either way is fine and you're gonna have people are gonna have a mix of weekends through this challenge and that's absolutely fine but again it's Monday again now it's like a reset you know whatever happened the weekends happened good or bad we have to start fresh today essentially we start fresh every day um, you know, it's nil-nil every day, let's keep going, let's go build that score. But it reminded me of, uh, so we're going to learn this in the second book in Book Club, but it's an important lesson. Um, Epictetus says in his Discourses, which is a book that has influenced, you know, modern-day CBT and everything quite heavily, and he says, you know, he says he's talking to, basically the book is him talking to students and someone's writing down his uh, conversations after the lessons. It's very natural but to the point. And he says to one of his students, who is telling him him you want to live in peace, and he's saying to him about living in peace, and he's saying, you know, why is it that you want to read? You know, tell me that. If you turn to reading for the sake of entertainment or to acquire knowledge of some kind, you're frivolous and lazy. But if you're directing your reading to the right end, what else could that be than happiness? And if reading doesn't secure happiness for you, what use does it serve? And it's similar to... Well, we're doing a turtle you know we're not doing turtle just to acquire knowledge that's not the point this that's exactly why we do book club and why we do so many zoom sessions we're not trying to acquire knowledge as doing if entertainment we're trying to actually get to create a lifestyle from it so we have to actually put these ideas or methods to the test which is in the real world and this is exactly what he says to this person who says that he just loves reading right um, and the guy and the guy replies to him saying, Doesn't reading help to prepare for us for life? And then Epictetus says back, But life is full of many things apart from books. It is as if an athlete on entering the stadium should burst into tears because he is no longer able to carry on training outside. This is what you were training for. This is what your jumping weights were for. And the sand too, and your young training partners. And are you now looking for those when the time for action has arrived? Right, so what he's saying there is like, yes, it's great for us to acquire knowledge, to do these sessions, to read the books, to talk to one another, but we all got to get, get in the arena. And that's why I think this challenge is special out of the first octagon. The first octagon, we were training, we were outside the arena. It wasn't essentially real life, as you'd say. Now real life has come, octagon two. We are in the arena we can't keep turning back to, oh, I wish I would have read more. We can apply what we've learned right now. And that's the purpose, right? That's the purpose of this challenge, and that's the purpose of weekends. We must put ourselves in the arena on the weekends, and I want to hear your stories. Like, did you go out? Did you drink too much? How do you feel about it? Did you catastrophize? Like, this is the important battle, not, did I learn one more thing last week? It's not, what did I put to use last week? What did I put to the test last week? So, what did you put to the test this weekend? Let me know. He goes on to say as well, he goes, we shouldn't say today I've read this many lines and I've written this many words, but what? to what do so in this way instead i haven't no i formed my motives as the philosopher recommend i haven't exercised any desire i've confined confined my aversion solely to things that lie within my sphere of choice i haven't allowed myself to be intimidated by so-and-so or disconcerned by so-and-so i've exercised my patience my abstinence my cooperativeness and thus we should be thanking you know in nature he says here for what we ought to be thanking him for so he says here we shouldn't be saying like "Oh, last week I did you know and I it, it, to be fair we probably should rephrase how is said so we will say which seminars did you do what did you do last week let's start thinking whilst you did do like two seminars last week What appetite is saying yeah we don't want to know how many seminars you did how many lines you read we want to know what you exercised last week so what did you learn from Hugh Gilmore last week and how did you put that to the test that's the answer yeah what did you learn about macros last week that you put to the test what did you learn from the daily audio drop-ins what did you learn from book club and what have you put into test? and that's what he says here like he says it's better to say today I formed my voters as a philosopher today I've exercised me I haven't exercised any desire today I've um, only focused on what's in my control today I haven't allowed myself to be intimidated these are the things that matter so when you're looking at wins over the weekend, whilst you might be like, well, I did drink too much or whatever, let's look at the good stuff you did. You say, well, I did put myself in the arena. I did put myself in the w- real world. I did try and be more mindful. I did try this and I did try that. And whilst not everything's gonna be perfect, I think our ref- reframing of this is better. So I think we should reframe things in that sense. Um, and this all came from our comment on the Facebook group, got me thinking, um, and to finish off on Epictetus before we go over to don't want to share too much of it because we will get into it more in the last quarter, last quarter of the challenge. Um, Epictetus says, in the word, remember this, that if you attach value to anything at all that lies out, that lies outside the sphere of choice, you've destroyed your choice. Not only is office outside that sphere, but also freedom from office, and not only want of leisure, but also leisure itself. Right, and the guy's like, yeah, but I don't want to go into the, I don't want to go into the crowd. I don't want to be in a busy crowd. And he says, but if you get caught in a crowd, call it the games, call it public gathering, call it a festival, and join in the festival with everyone else. For what sight could be more pleasant to someone who loves his fellow human beings than a crowd of people? We look with pleasure at herds of horses and cattle, and are delighted to see a large fleet of ships. So is one to be distressed to see a crowd of people. But the guy says, but they deafen me with their shouting. And he says back to him, then it's your hearing that's impeded. What does that matter to you? In your ability to deal with impressions, so first thoughts and stuff, is your ability to deal with impressions hampered in the same way? And who can prevent you from exercising your desire and aversion in accordance with nature? And so too your motives to act or not act. What commotion has power enough to do that? What he's getting out there is like, we should want to be out there with the human beings we should want to be in the festivals and the olympias and stuff they used to power back in the day it's very similar to how we live now and he's saying what what you know that's that's the best way to be as a human being but he's saying that still doesn't have the power to stop you from um controlling what you can control in those choices yes someone can annoy you by shouting but does that mean you have to punch them in the face someone might tell you to down three shots does that mean you have to down three shots this is the reality. This is where we have to be in. We have to be in the crowds and be able to ha- to, to handle it. So that's enough for the weekend chat. Hopefully that's uh, helped some of you kind of, I don't know, feel a bit better, about maybe going out and drinking and maybe not succeeding exactly what you wanted to do. I managed to stay in. I didn't feel too well this weekend and I feel grateful that I didn't drink a drop of alcohol and stuff like that. And I feel a lot better for it. And the weekend before I had too much, but still, you know, I still want to be there. Um, I still want to be out watching rugby with my friends and stuff And I still want to nail the balance And that's what I'm going to focus on But again, this week, is week three Week three, day one So we're starting now to build momentum A lot of you would have built a lot of momentum mindset-wise Unlocked a few things Listened to a few talks And actually deployed some new, you know, Hugh Gilmore's techniques Deans, Ryan Williams, right? There's a lot of these things you're going to start doing And it's going to change your mindset quite quickly But physical changes You might start feeling a bit leaner now because we lose fat inside first, then outside. So we got fat in the, around the organs, right? Then we got fat subcutaneous, so under the skin. So you, the fat comes off first around the organs. So you might feel lean. A lot of you might think, yes, I'm feeling a bit leaner, but I don't look it. That's because you probably lost a bit of fat around the internal organs, and that's good. And then you lose fat from top down, basically. So you lose fat inside out first, and then from the top down. So you might be like, oh, I've lost fat and my my face is a bit leaner, but I'm still holding weight in my hips and thighs. And women do hold more fat, hips and thighs, men, like lower back, abs. And this is just because of the hormones. The hormones, the balance of the fat uh, distribution is due to our hormonal balance. And you can't spot reduce fat. So I can't say I'll do loads of ab workouts now and I'll lose fat in my abs. It just doesn't happen. It's never been that way. But what tends to happen is we do see our face lean up a bit first then we see our upper body lean up and our arms and then you know I don't know why it is but well actually I do know why it is it makes evolutionary sense why fat is around hips and thighs because that's where women you know when you're giving birth and stuff and you obviously around that region and that's a fat storage area that you can store a lot of fat there and it's easily accessible, broken down into the bloodstream and stuff. So it's a good place, if you think about it, to hold a lot of fat, hold a lot of energy. Think about it, evolutionary-wise, a lot of, you can hold a lot of energy around that area, and it's quick into the bloodstream, and it can get quick into what's needed. And when a lot of, when people do give birth, they tend to, and Lyle McDonald speaks about this, is like the, the changes happen in the body, fat happens quite fast for people post-pregnancy, in some cases. Um, Because your body, if you're breastfeeding as well, you're going to use more calories. But also, something happens. He's like, if you could bottle up what happens and sell it, it would be a magic thing, he says. But, you know, obviously you can't. But evolutionary, that's the reason why fat is stored in those areas. And we can't change it, really. I mean, you know, if you changed your uh, balance of um, hormones, like you had more testosterone, for example, it may change it, but obviously... Females have more testosterone have the masculine stuff, and you know, you'd have to take Synthetic testosterone and same for men Who would consume more oestrogen they would start getting more feminine looking bodies with? Um, they would have more fat on the on the hips and thighs they start having You um, kind of the breasts grow and stuff like that So they definitely change where fat is stored But don't fall into the trap of thinking you do more arms you lose more fat in your arms you do more abs you lose more fat in the abs fat loss will come as it does in a deficit you can't control exactly where and when and it doesn't matter it's not in your control and exactly this leave go of that control you know look if i'm losing fat losing to fat my face but i wish i was losing fat in my abs but that's not the case right you're not going to lose fat in your abs faster than your face it's not how it works so there's no point thinking about it don't even wind yourself up about it right so that's how we do lose fat so if anyone is wondering um, why is it that they feel leaner but they're not actually looking at it, it's just that just keep going, it does happen um, and there's something called the whoosh effect as well, where you might be holding the same weight for a while, and then one day you weigh yourself and you drop like 4 pounds in one day now that doesn't mean you've dropped 4 pounds of fat in one day, it just means that you were holding on to a decent amount of water retention all of a sudden it drops um, for, for, for reasons we don't really know, We can there's some reasons we know but not 100% and then you know you could you go down it just that's just how it works so a lot of you will experience this so some of you will be like I haven't dropped for ages and then it just comes out of nowhere but then you feel all, all of a sudden all better but what I'm trying to tell you is don't worry about it It will happen over time just collect the data daily weigh-ins and you'll be fine um, so the bush effect and then the last thing to cover today to get you started on to stage. there's something called the valley of despair it tends to kick in about now or week four And it just means that you kind of lose that initial motivation and you start thinking, ah, I wish I had that motivation from day one. It's tougher than I think. And look, changing your lifestyle is going to be tough. It's never an easy thing. But this is why tiny habits is important. We can build tiny habits into our lifestyle and we can make it more manageable. But what alternative do we have? With all your dieting being disastrous for our health, what alternative do you have but to actually just give yourself, just to have some patience. That's all I'm asking for you guys. Is to have some patience with this. Have some patience with us. Have patience with yourself, and your health will be much better off for it. Don't keep falling for the easy, fast, quick, extreme ways, even though they're more. They they are more like exciting and they are tempting. If we can resist that temptation and go down the path of a lifestyle change, you listen in a year's time six months time whatever it's going to be you're going to look back and go you know thank god I didn't get swindled by that kind of you know quick results thing and that's what the uh, story of the choice of Hercules is about where Hercules was walking down a path and he had one he had a forked path on the left there was this like angel woman and she's like come down this path Hercules you'll have to work you'll have never have to work you'll have all the glory all the the, la- the pleasure." You'll have the body of your dreams, you'll have to do nothing and you just live in luxury. And then the other fork is the, another kind of angel going, don't listen to her. Whilst you might have, you know, the, the lean body and all the pleasures in the world and you can do whatever you want and that, you won't feel fulfilled because you won't have earned any of it. And you feel terrible for keeping going down instant gratification. You feel shockingly bad for it. If you come down this path, it's very tough. There's a lot of challenges on the way, a lot of obstacles we're going to put in your way, and those obstacles are like a medicine. They might go down with a bit of kickback, like, oh, this is disgusting, but it's for your own good. So we're going to give you 12 big challenges, but because you do them yourself and you overcome these challenges yourself, you are going to become somebody you never thought was possible. Hence, he became the famous Hercules. Now, Hercules wouldn't be Hercules at all if he didn't go through those tests and the 12 labours. Right, you have to go through those obstacles to become Hercules. And it's all the same for you guys. Who do you think you're going to become if you always go for the easy option, you always fall for the simple tricks, the extreme methods, the quick, fast, get-rich-quick schemes, basically. Like, if you keep falling for those because you don't want any obstacles because you want it to be as easy as possible, who are you going to become? Absolutely nobody and absolutely nothing. But if you want to go down a tough path, which it is, the lifestyle change is, The obstacles you're now overcoming, they will start pushing you and molding you into this person and only when you look back you'll realize I'm the person I am today because I actually went through those obstacles. I actually went out on those weekends and I went drinking to try and build it into my lifestyle. I actually did want to learn about macros in my education and learn to cook and meal prep. I actually did learn about strength training and I did push myself to want to use more weights. I did actually sign into some Mindset seminars. I did actually read a non-fiction book for the first time, and it was challenging to fit it in with my kids and all that, but I woke up 30 minutes earlier a day, and I've got more time in my day. I did all those things. I overcome them. They're like medicines, and that's how I am today, a healthy, positive person, and that's why I am Hercules. So, just remember that. These obstacles, and Ryan Holiday has a book called Obstacle Is The Way. That's pretty much what it's all about. The obstacle is the way. Um we go through it we don't try and run away from it we go through the obstacle and the the person we become going through these obstacles is what matters so remember that and enjoy yourself today so remember we are taking things one day at a time the person we are becoming so the person we are working on right now will eventually morph into this person time that you won't believe is you but it but you can't just skip all the day. You can't just go all do, you know, do weeks weeks of work at once. You have to take things one day, one action at a time. And we just build up. So that's all we're going to do. One day, one action. So get your one big thing done. If you are still not on the challenge, you're still waiting to do your macros or running your first workout, your one big thing today is just pick one of them. Just do your tracking, do your workout, um, do, drink your water, get your steps and just pick one of them. And we build momentum. Everything starts tiny habits, and they build. Right, Zara was on one of the calls last week, and I finished this, and she was saying how she was always trying to do courses all the time, online courses, and you know they were huge amounts of work to get done, loads of videos to watch, and she would never complete them because you're looking in its totality, you're looking at it as like eight hours of work, eight hours of videos, fifteen hours, twenty hours, but then she started saying, do you know what? I'll just read one page a day. And that's what she did. And now she's do finishing courses at a speed she never thought was possible because she's reversed it. And done like actually I'll just do one a day and then it turns into ten a day. So it's easy to trick our mind this way. So for you, this is why the one big thing method works. What's your one big thing today, you might probably you will probably do more than the one big thing today, but just do your one big thing today and that's it in your mindset and then it's gonna build momentum. Cause we we get motivation mainly after we build, so we, instead of thinking motivation equals action, action equal progress, progress equals motivation, we can start with action, which is one page, one step, one run, and even one run, one minute of jogging, that then goes into progress, you're making some progress, once we make some progress, we feel awesome, and then we can make progress, that fuels more motivation, and boom, that is the cycle, so use it today to your advantage, have a good day, speak to you tomorrow.